Are you ready? Starting now? <laughs> well, now you just messed it up, you knob. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. <laughs> fuckers, fuckers better appreciate it. When we started, we were just like, yeah, we're just going to do this, man. You know, shoot our wad into the wind and see what happens. <laughs> What's right. the title of this uh, podcast again? I don't know. Objects, I don't know. Something with a penis, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> our fucking faces are everywhere now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but You're but welcome, ladies. <laughs> right. Popular with the ladies. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm not even going to apologize because I hopefully, hopefully it sounds <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, really? really, this is this is fucking explicit now. <laughs> ah, the explicit button. Let me use my finger. <sighs> la, 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 la. It is time for another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And that episode starts now. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Oh, wait. We're not at the halfway point yet, are we? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait. Start over again. We'll get to to why I felt like playing that little joke here. Okay, here we go. All right, everyone. Welcome once again to another episode of Sober Not Mature. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Yep. (laughs) Here we are. Yeah, we're here. This is fucking it, man. (laughs) Well, it was kind of funny, and uh, we could get into it, but uh, if Mike wants to. But yeah, he he had texted me. What time did you text me? It was early, too. It was like, I don't know. Uh, Probably noon. Yeah, and you're like, hey, looks like I'm going to get off early, but <laughs> might have fucked myself. And then well, I don't know what time it was when you texted back, and you're like... Not around four. Yeah, you're like, yeah. When I there fucked, was no way myself. in hell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for anyone that's keeping score, it's uh, we usually... Our regular time's 8 o'clock Eastern. Um, you know, when it's just us, we try to do it a little earlier to get this shit out of the way. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Right now it is eight fifty three in the PM in the Eastern time zone. <laughs> yeah, and that's why it's like literally right before Mike got on. I'm like, shit, we'd normally be like it literally at the halfway point. So I uh, figured I'd fuck around a little bit. Plus, you know, whatever, man. It's uh it's it's New Year's Eve weekend and uh, I've been I've been touting this as the New Year's Eve extravaganza episode. So right. um yeah, we're we're not gonna <laughs> we're we're not gonna disappoint, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. I've got my funny hat and my whistle and uh <laughs> confetti. Uh-huh. Right. Sure. Right. I, I have I have none of that. I've just got me, you know, me and my, my quick wit and my charm. I'm lying, and so is he. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, um, since yeah, I've, I've got uh, I've, I've got a ton of shit. I mean, obviously, New Year's Eve stuff we could talk about. New Year's uh, end of the year shit, if we want to. I got a Ow. bunch of shit. Um, I got a little nitpick on myself, so we'll get to that, and then Ooh, uh, pick that nit. Yeah, that my my nit is going to be picked publicly. <laughs> nice. We're, we're going to publicly pick my nit. How's that? Wow. So, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the final fucking episode of 2023. We're gonna bring this in in a with a fucking bang. You know what? We were. <laughs> I'm gonna write this down. We were number six on that feed spot. Oh yeah, yeah. List. Right. Yeah. You know. Okay. So just real quickly on that, we when we first when I first I don't know got approached by them. 
shit, probably a year ago. Um, uh-huh. You know, it's the top 70 or whatever podcast that you should be following in 2023. Jesus. Okay. And they're like, yeah, they're like, hey, you know. <laughs> I look, got time for that. Yeah, but it's Silver Podcast. So I'm like, okay, that's right. kind of cool. Uh-huh. So they're like, hey, you know, sign up for this, do this and that. So I, I made sure that we were all kind of like, quote unquote, registered with it. And sure. then, uh, you know, I told him, I'm like, you know, we're, I said, what number are we? I'm like, I went through and I didn't see it. So we were at that point. <laughs> number i don't know like 22 or 25 or something like that and i i like breezed over it because i don't think that they had our 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 feed wasn't in there correct so our picture wasn't in there so i didn't see it right Ah, away mm -hmm. but you know we got up to um i think last year we get up to like i don't know number number 10 number eight whatever it was and then um, i stopped kind of paying attention but what they had asked us to do they're like they're like hey um you know tag us in your post if you post about it so i did uh-huh. And then I just kind of got away from it because we were up in the thirties and the forties and I'm like, fuck this, whatever. I'm like, <laughs> we're not doing anything better, worse, or we're nothing. It's just never. In, right. It, yeah. yeah. It's well, just kind of like this podcast. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. We, our <laughs> podcast was just indifferent and we're, you know, in the fucking forties or something. Right. So whatever it was a couple of weeks ago, I looked and we were at number four wow. and I'm like, yeah, and now we're at number six, I think. So, hmm. but uh, yeah, with with cl- uh, quality content like this, we might get back up in the thirties <laughs> again. So, but I think it's it's played on. What's weird is it's based on number of plays, which we compared to some of these other podcasts that mm-hmm. I know for a fact, you know, are are theoretically behind us on that list. Mm-hmm. Get more plays, have more listeners, followers, all that shit, and yeah. then so it's supposed to be that and like a mix of followers, or whatever. So I don't know how the fuck they do it, but I don't care. You know, it's it's a little bit of a. I'm like, oh, look at us, we're on a list. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> top ten, baby, with yeah. a bullet. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, and again, if we keep up this quality content, maybe we could hit top five <laughs> in well, in 2024. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Yep. Hey. New year, new us, man. <laughs> I fucking hate that so much. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm just waiting for people with the new year, new me bullshit. Which it, again, if it's if it's what you do, fine. I just um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Neither one of us, I don't think, we're into this corny shit. So, nope. But anyhow, all right. So, um, yeah. All this bullshit aside, your your weird day aside, why don't we roll around some good thoughts in our head with a reading? <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm being super goddamn lazy, and um, it's the New Year's Eve spectacular. So I figured, what the hell? The bookmark's already there because it's there for tomorrow, the 30th. So let's just go with the 31st, and let's see what the hell it says because I didn't even look. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. It's a quality preparation that keeps people coming back. All right. This is uh, from God Grant Me, as usual. And this is December 31st. Celebrate to observe an occasion with appropriate ceremonies of respect, festivity, and rejoicing. The American Heritage Dictionary. New Year's Eve marks the end of one year and the beginning of another. In the old days of our using, we use this day as an excuse to drink, use drugs, and act wild and crazy. We did not really think about honoring the year that was ending or about welcoming the new year. Some recovery folks spend this evening with their families playing games, watching videos, and sharing plans for the coming year. Other recovering folks invite recovery friends over for supper or go to a special 12-step meeting or a sober dance. 
Some attend special religious services, perhaps at a church, synagogue, mosque, or sweat lodge. The ending of the year is an important occasion to celebrate. We are alive and we are on the path of recovery. It has been an important year. Prayer for the day. Higher power, thanks for the good things that have happened this year. Help me stay sober so that I can live the coming year in your love and protection. Today's action. Oh, great. More actions. <laughs> I will use this night to honor the changes in my life. I will list 10 good or important things that have happened this year. I will find time to talk about them with someone tonight as I celebrate. I will remember to have fun, be sober, and to be safe. Well, look at that. Just by happenstance, you have somebody to talk to tonight. <laughs> <laughs> But All you right. Know, you know, it's funny. there. Right. Well, yeah, that half of the action just kind of fell into your lap because we're, we're yeah. here anyhow. So hey, welcome to my lap. <laughs> Hi there. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? We'll, we'll talk about it, but we, we're going to be, uh, we'll have plenty of people to talk to on New Year's Eve. So we'll get yes, to that here will. in a minute too. But it was funny before you read the action, the last part of that was talking about, mm -hmm. uh, you know, t uh, remembering and, and celebrating the the good things, uh, you know, mm -hmm. this year. And then obviously the action was doing that because that was going to be um, actually a question, which we can get to in a second. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, it says, obviously, it talked about us being on the path of recovery. I put right. a big question mark about this one that people celebrate in a sweat lodge. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, I mean, I, I know they're out there, and hey, if if you're going to be in a sweat lodge on, on New Year's Eve, it's better than being in a you know all fucking sweaty in the you know the corner bar or something like that. So right, oh, absolutely, yeah, I spent a few <laughs> New Year's Eve fairly sweaty, but yeah. um, right, <laughs> and, and sometimes chemically it was, induced, <laughs> right, and sometimes it was fun. I mean, we talked we talked about that last oh, year. Yeah. You know, some of the fun we had on New Year's Eve, but sure, um, we we lost that privilege. So. Um, mm -hmm. But then, you know, the, the first thing that I wrote down, and, and this is the one that, so I, I don't want to say everyone, but I think everyone, not everyone says it, but I think everyone's heard it, that, mm -hmm. you know, New Year's Eve is always called amateur night, you know, right. and it is a time when even though I think the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, if I'm not mistaken, is actually mm -hmm. a bigger drinking holiday than New Year's Eve. And I right. think it's just because a lot of people um, come home, college kids are home, all this different stuff. People mm -hmm. are traveling to a place where right. home is, getting together, whatever. Um, but still, you know, there's a lot of people that normally don't go out, certainly don't drink that much mm -hmm. and go fucking nuts, you know. But, right. um, you know, the thing that I wrote down was that we, we didn't look at, and I think what led up to it was, you know, rather than looking at, you know, what the year's past was, what we have to celebrate, the coming of a new year, this and that, mm -hmm. it just gave us to you know, an excuse to, right. I wrote down drink, do drugs and be wild, but I would add mm -hmm. the word more <laughs> drink right. more yeah. <laughs> to more drugs and be more wild. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so with that, you know, the, a couple of times a year um, that, you know, I think new year's Eve is one of them that, you know, I think that us, us people, you know, unless we get super fucking off the rails, um, mm -hmm. I think that we can blend in a little bit more on a, on a, on an amateur night like that than sure. we could during the year. Don't you think? Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. St. Patrick's day, Cinco de Mayo, Halloween, right. All those party holidays. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're not quite as, <laughs> um, 
stupid as we usually are, or we don't appear to be anyway, because everybody else is stupid too. Right. Yeah. It's not as, it's not as glaring because, you know, right. I mean, it is, it's one of those times when, and once again, unless, uh, and I always drank, you know, certainly more, more, you know, than I normally mm-hmm. would, but um, in, so that's a, that's a thing. And I talked about this before, like uh, when, when Dawn and I got together, she and I met at a at this outing, you know, from uh, people that she worked with, and they were one of uh, one of my clients of the the company mm-hmm. I work for. So that's how I met her. And it's like every not every Thursday, but I think once a month um, they did, you know, kind of like an outing, have some food, have some drinks, be out, whatever. Right. So that's where I met her. Mm-hmm. One of those things, and right. then she started showing up at those more often, and that's we ended up getting together, blah blah blah. So she and I went out. Um, in those early days, quite a bit, you know, mm-hmm. went out with friends and, and went to clubs and, and partied and did all those things. But the key thing there, and and I think this is the biggest difference between, you know, sometimes people like you and I and, you know, these, these normies is, uh-huh. you know, that she knew when the party was done, I never did. Right. You know, it right. didn't matter, you know. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, um, that for me, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember, but, um, I mean, yeah, the last, uh, probably four or five or six or, you know, somewhere in there, New Year's Eve's when I was still out there. I mean, I didn't go out. I didn't, I knew better right. at that point. Yeah. It was, it was just another fucking night, man. And I just, you know, um, I may have drank more, but probably not. I probably just drank the way I always drank. And, and, um, yeah. And I mean, I, I stayed in, I, again, I knew better, you know, there was no point in me going out. I was going to get fucking blind drunk, you know, anyway. So yeah, you know, you know, I might, you know, stay up and watch stroke Dr. Dick Clark, but, uh, yeah, other than that, (laughs) you know, it was, it was regular. It was another night, man. It's another night I needed to medicate myself into a stupor. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. I don't, uh, Dawn and I used to go out on New Year's Eve and I know you and I talked about a couple of those, um, last right. year and there was a, so there was, there was times I went out on New Year's Eve, but I mean, oh, when, sure. after, uh, Kimmy's mom and I split. So after Pam and I split years ago and then before Dawn and I to get, got together, I used to come down to, um, Indiana and then I'd hang out with Kathy and Mark. Right. just hang out, play games. And, you know, sometimes there'd be a couple of friends of theirs over or whatever, but mm-hmm. you know, we'd always stay in, but yeah, mm-hmm. we'd just hang out and play games and drink, you know I mean? But it right. was, we were, you know, at home or at a home rather than, sure. you know, being out someplace. But, yeah. um, I don't know. I mean, going out for new year's Eve, there was in, in a, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. We'd be lying if we said we didn't have, there was some New Year's Eves and some regular times and all that stuff that were, they were a ton of fucking fun and oh, nobody absolutely. got in trouble and, you know, yeah. no fights, no arguments, no, right. no DUIs, <laughs> <laughs> no jails, right. institutions, no jails or death. death. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, again, we, we lost that privilege, which I believe is said exactly like that in the big book at some point, right. Yep. Or at some point yeah. in there. Yeah, we just lost that lost that privilege. So, mm-hmm. um, but what about that? I mean, like right off the top of your head, I mean, we don't have to sit here and like make a list of ten fucking things. But, mm. um, I mean, what do you what do you think? I mean, off the top of your head, any any like pinpoint things this year that um, this I know it's year. kind of corny, like two thousand twenty three. Right. But I don't know that we're right. just moments, you know. Um, <laughs> I know. I mean, right. I mean, it's all pretty fucking good, you know. Um. 
yeah, you know, I mean, I'm grateful for tons of stuff and I, you know, I do that every damn night. Um, it, it was a year. It wasn't anything spectacular, but you know, it wasn't anything awful either. I, right. I like being in the middle. That's kind of the way I live now. And, um, I, yeah, I find comfort in it. Yeah. There's tons of stuff I'm grateful for, you know, people and places and things I've done and absolutely, you know, yeah, it was, it was a good year. It wasn't spectacular and it certainly wasn't awful. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a. It, it was kind of funny when you when you said that. I was thinking the same thing, uh, you know, as you were doing the reading that there, was, there wasn't really, there wasn't like huge highs or huge lows this year. You know, I mean, you no. figured last year is when They're you know just I aren't anymore. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, mom died the year before, right. but and that was mm-hmm. a that was a low. But I mean, it was a challenging Absolutely. moment that we had an opportunity to. I don't know. I'd say shine. That's a stupid way to put it, but you know what I mean, right? You yeah. Know, well, you know, we we <laughs> we got through it doing the stuff that we know how to do yeah because we've been practicing to do it yeah Yeah, of course yeah it was it was awful but it was it was also you know given the time and the space and looking back it was um i don't know if pride's the right word but you know yeah i am a little you know proud that we you know we did some good work on there here and we we were there for the family and and you know yeah you know it was yeah you know, even even the awful stuff's not that bad anymore, right? Well, and that and that's the thing that uh, that that episode, and I've said it a number of times. Uh, and we've had, you know, we talk about Doctor Sarah's episode, all of our Cleveland mm-hmm. friends, and we've had so much fun right. with a lot of these guests. But mm-hmm. you know that that episode and the the episode afterwards, but mainly mm-hmm. you know that first one we did, right? Um, I mean, I'm I'm proud of that episode. I am, you know, I'm right. proud of the fact that. You know that we we chose to do it. You know mm-hmm. for all the right reasons, and you right. know had a chance to get that out there. And we talked about it before, but you know I I've never had that type of outlet. I've written stuff, and mm-hmm. I, and I think I mentioned this before that a lot of my articles I wrote from a business sense were personal things I put into a business spin, so I can look back on those. And that used to be my I don't know kind of my outlet. You know mm-hmm. where where this is now, but. So it was a it was a great outlet, but it had a great opportunity to just you know just open that shit up, you know. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and, well, and, and and I mean, and and you know, like all this shit, you know, try to be an example, and you know, look, yes, this really bad thing happened, and and look how you know you can walk through it sober and 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 with compassion, and you know, not make it all about you, and <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, which is which is very different for us. You know, I mean, there were certainly times in my past where um, I was, you know, selfish in the middle of shit like that. I wasn't there for other people, and and yeah, it was, ugh. yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, I know, I know, I agree, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And, and you know, this year, kind of the same thing. I mean, the one, the one high point to me, and you know, even though this, um, I quitting my job was huge for me. It wasn't just a mm-hmm. matter of getting out of that, just realizing, and and it still it baffles me that. You know, the 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 health part of it, the heartburn and all those sort of things. I didn't realize mm-hmm. I was so fucking stressed out over it. So right. and that that was a good thing. Oh, did I tell you that they're out of business now? No. Yeah. Okay. So sideline. So short short story here. I don't know, a week ago, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. a month ago, the the days fucking blend. I right. get a message from James, who was our assistant collection manager. Yeah, so, yeah, right. you know, nice guy. And mm-hmm. um I he and I worked very well together and just a good dude. So right. 
he texted me and he's like, Hey, do you mind if I, if I use you for a reference? And I said, no, I said, absolutely. <laughs> and I let right. it sit for a minute and he didn't say anything else. Um, cause he just said, thank you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I said, so I like 10 minutes later, I'm like, well, I was, right. um, <clears throat> you know, going to ask you how things were going, but hang on one second. Mm-hmm. Let me clear my throat. <laughs> Damn it. It's like right before we got on here, I started to get like kind of a, almost a sinusy thing. So sorry about that. Mm. But, right. um, so I texted him back. I'm like, you know, I was going to ask you how things are going, but that's kind of a good indication. And he goes, mm-hmm. oh, he goes, you don't know. And I'm like, I don't know what <laughs> they were texting. And he said, yeah. He goes, uh, the business closed. Uh, uh, Craig, who was the owner, uh, right. said that he couldn't afford to keep it open based on the, <laughs> the main client lowered, mm-hmm. had lowered their fees, which they did that mm-hmm. like a year prior. And right. uh, so he he just shut the doors end of October. Eh. And I'm like, wow, are you fucking kidding me? So yeah, after whatever it was, 25 years. Yeah. And, and I was just kind of curious cause I didn't do a lot of digging into it. I mean, nothing was on like LinkedIn or anything like that mm-hmm. or nobody, nobody yip yapped about it. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can look at like company registrations and things like that. And I was just sure. kind of curious. I'm like thinking, God, did he just close the doors and not even try to sell it? And right. yeah, it just, the, yeah. the the LLC, the company is dissolved, done. Wow. I was just like, I was fucking blown away. But, um, but so anyhow, so, so quitting that and getting out of that situation. So that I would have been out of a job at the end of October anyhow, but that's right. Doesn't matter, you know, because mm-hmm. doing that and making that choice was great. Now, right. I talked about the coaching thing and I, I built this whole thing that hasn't flourished. You know, and right. I could easily look at that um, part of it. It's like I look at part of it and like, God damn, I wish that I'm like, no, nah, fuck it. You know, because what I did was I did something that I I had a, a goal, something I wanted to to mm-hmm. put together and I did it, you know. Right. Um, and even though it didn't flourish, maybe it will in the future, maybe it won't. A little bit of mm-hmm. money, a little bit of time. Um, but I was able to, to build this whole thing. And I was like, this is kind of cool, you know. Um, the only thing that, you know, there's things maybe, and I won't even get into it, probably things I could have done a little bit differently, but it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. don't consider it, it, even though it didn't flourish, I don't consider it a failure. It's right. it's a learning experience and it's an opportunity. It was something for me to build and realize that, hey, I have the ability to do that. So I did, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the the only other thing, I mean, now I'm you know, obviously trying to get back into the, the full-time job market and it's, it's fucking hard out there, you know. Right. And, um, you know, it's... <clears throat> I've been, a, and again, not that I get, I don't need to get into all this different shit, but um, let's just say it's been a challenge, but this mm-hmm. has been going back to what we talk about that um, somebody else's will not mind. I keep doing the work, which I do it every day. And as right. long as I keep doing that, then one way or the other shit's going to work out. Mm-hmm. And usually what happens is I get squeezed and fucking mm-hmm. squeezed and fucking mm-hmm. squeezed to the point where it's like, all of a sudden shit happens, you know, right. This is, I'm in the sometimes slowly part of my process right now and right. I don't like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? I, I never do, but, um, but I still have faith, you know, and it's absolutely, it is what it is and it's going to work out. And, um, but again, I don't look at any of this shit as, as being bad things. You know, I don't look at mm-hmm. this as a bad year. I've seen a lot of people, um, post, uh, not just one or two, Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, um, I've seen it on uh, Twitter, X post, whatever you want to call them, even on LinkedIn saying that, you know, 2023 has been such a tough year, but, you know, 2024 is going to be. And I'm like, was it really? I mean, what? I mm. mean, 
some shit's going on in the world. I get all that and some weird stuff, right. and blah, blah, blah. But shit's always going on in the world. I know. And that's what I was thinking. I'm like, <laughs> 2020, I get. 2021, I get. Those uh-huh. were those were fucked up years on a, on, eh. you know. Right. For uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess. I don't know. Right. I, they, that, those weren't all that bad either, really. Right. I mean, if, you know, personally, I, I kind of liked it. You know, <laughs> fewer people out there I had to deal with and, uh, you know, more time at home. And I was, eh, I was, I didn't mind it all that much at all. Oh, I agree. You know, cause like you work through the entire time. I work through the entire time. Um, it yep. didn't really interrupt my, except for seeing family and, and things like that, that right. sort of thing, you know, it took away. Mm-hmm. So I, but I understand that more than I do. I just, I don't understand what was the big thing? 2023. I don't know. It just was, I don't think it was that it was yeah. a year, you know, it was so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Hey, guess what? We got through it. We're still here. Right. Right. And still and sober and, and still on the other thing I wrote down the path of recovery. Cause I wrote that mm-hmm. down too, you know? Yep. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It just, as I was, as I was thinking about that, it just reminded me of, you know, these, these posts about that. And, you know, again, for the life of me, yes, ups and downs and whatever, but this summer mm. and, you know, you and I go into the right. fighters, I took those trips. I spent time with, right. you know, with my kids and I spent time with my grand, my grandson. And I had, I had a wonderful time. So even the, yeah. and I look at it this way too, that, so I'm going through a, a let's call it a challenge right now, you know, getting back mm-hmm. to that, but fuck it it was worth it right yeah <laughs> i mean i did it just it it was an opportunity to almost you know kind of like and i hate to i hate to use the term reset but maybe it was you know mm-hmm. um, i didn't realize what the like i said the stress and whatever and whatever i don't know I, whatever it is it's not yeah. nothing none of it's bad it's not a bad thing it's so. not yeah nothing is ever that bad <laughs> right yeah but you know think about it think about 14 years ago i mean you know, I mean, oh, yeah. everything was fucking bad. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, going through whatever these little hills and valleys, it's no big fucking deal at all. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So the, the wrap up on that is, uh, it was a good reading. I mean, first of all, but, but sure. the wrap up on that is that um, you and I are kind of in the middle. We are. Right. And that's where we like it. Yep. Never too high, never too low. Uh-huh. Right. Exactly where we should be. Yep, exactly. So um, we could talk about New Year's Eve here in a minute, too. She want me to uh, let me go through my little nitpick real quick, because I did it while we were. Right, I did it while we that nit. <laughs> I did it while we were talking to it. I noticed it. Um, I noticed it last episode. And I'm sure I know for a fact I do it a lot. But when I'm talking, if I reiterate something, I say and again, then I'll talk uh-huh. and again. So. I noticed it when I was listening to last week's episode and it was one of those yeah. things that I focused it on. And uh-huh. now I've searched the second word. <laughs> <laughs> so the word again mm-hmm. was said 73 times in last week's episode. Okay. Wow. Right. It's fucking lot, right? Yeah, it is. And I, I heard as I was going through, I think I, I, you said it one time after I said it, I think, which is the only reason I noticed it. But okay. I don't think you might. I think 71 of those are mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about, hey, hey, let's give it the benefit of the doubt and say 69 of them were yours. Oh, I like that even better. But <laughs> so 
I, and this says the fact that this is happening <laughs> at the end of the year, going into the new year, I just, I need mm-hmm. to make a, a declaration that has nothing to do that it's a new year. I was listening mm-hmm. to an episode last week and it <laughs> fucking irritated right. me. Wow. So I'm going to tell a short story about years ago when, when this stuff started to come into my mind, it involved, part of it mm-hmm. involves alcohol. So it's relatable. Okay. Okay. Now I went through a, a program and literally that was, this was, um, got 20, 22 little, yeah, 22 years ago. It was September of 2000 or no, God, 23 years ago. So September of 2000, because mm-hmm. Dawn was pregnant with Derek at the time. Um, and uh-huh. I went to, I got involved in this program. It was a national organization for, uh, the collectors association. And I got the opportunity to become an instructor, you know? Mm. And I think I've mentioned that before you and I, but I don't mm-hmm. know if I talked about it on yeah. here, but right. So it's a, it's basically what we did at that time. So much of this stuff is done online anymore. I don't even think they have instructors that travel anymore. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that time, that's all they had. So there was literally, it, 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 it was a big deal. And I, I'm not a big deal, but I got involved in something that was a big deal. I was mm-hmm. one of only like 22 people all across the country mm-hmm. that was certified as an instructor. So it was, it was kind of a big, you know, and something I, yeah. huge professional accomplishment for me and probably one of the, the greatest professional things I ever went through, the training and all that stuff, because mm-hmm. it, it led into a lot of other things kind of where my story comes in. So we fly to Minneapolis. I was there. Um, I ended up kind of a, a quick sideline. So Dawn's pregnant with Derek. You're not allowed to have cell phones. She's literally like two weeks away from his due date. Cause he was a little late, I think. And they actually, I could see that. Yeah. They're like, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm like, my wife's pregnant. I'm like, I, I need to know if my son happens to be born early, whatever the deal is. Mm-hmm. Can't have a cell phone on. That was against the policy. I, I was allowed to bring a pager. Okay. And this is 23 Ooh. years ago. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Fucking AT&T. I think we had to spend whatever. I don't know. It was like a year. You couldn't just get one temporarily. Sure. I had to pay for one. Right. Like, 25 bucks a month for a fucking year is ridiculous, but mm. he wasn't born while I was gone, but that was just another thing that, that happened. So mm-hmm. we get there on a Saturday and we have this reception, um, this reception dinner and stuff like that. And, you know, all the instructors are going to go through the training and, and all that stuff, all the new instructors. So basically they're like, okay, you know, after dinner, you know, hang out for a little while, but make sure you get rest. I mean, we were starting training at like seven the next morning, starting on a Sunday. Okay. At the mm-hmm. at the actual office of the American Collectors Association, they actually took us there on a Sunday on purpose because no one was mm-hmm. there. Right. So they're like, "Yeah, hey, get to bed early, get some rest." Well, of course, mm. I I sit down, you know, at the at the bar in the hotel with a couple of guys. Oh, I have a drink. Of course, they fucking closed down the bar. I was just of course fucking wrecked. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's my alcohol part, but. Right. The we were there Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, half a day on Wednesday. And one of the things we did, we did these three presentations. First one was three to five minutes. Next one was five to ten. And then the final exam, quote unquote, was a 15 minute presentation. And part of what they did was um, they they videotaped you. But they also uh, would listen to you and they listened for what they called crutch words. The word um, verbal crutches. Yeah. Right. And. They counted in my first presentation, which again, three to five minutes, I said the word, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. some ungodly amount of times. And I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're like, here's the thing. And this is where I learned this. And this is why it irritated mm-hmm. me with the again part. 
is that <laughs> they said when you're training somebody, and I understand this, they said if you have a tick, a mannerism, a word, something like that, if somebody picks up mm -hmm. on it, they will mm -hmm. focus only on that yep. and they lose. Yep. The conversation is lost. Yep. And I'm like, I don't want to do that, you know, because I'm trying to teach people. And the uh -huh. same thing, even though we fuck around a lot, we are trying to get out at least a little bit of a message. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to have one of these things. So right. I went back to my room that night and the next one was at like that 10 minute presentation. I went, <laughs> I, I did it over and over and over again mm -hmm. until I could do it without saying the word. Um, and I would go through right. however long it was, I'd get, you know, three minutes into it. I'd say the word um, and I'm like, fuck me. And I'd start over. <laughs> I wouldn't let myself, you know, like start from there. I'd start over. Mm -hmm. So the next day I go back and I do this presentation, not an um in the entire thing. And these, the two main people that were, you know, kind of grading us, the dude looks mm -hmm. at me and he's like, he's like, you didn't say it at all. He goes, how in the world <laughs> did you do that? <laughs> so this goes back to us, us people sometimes being very determined mm -hmm. and all those sort of things. <laughs> and that was, I mean, I know it now. That was mm -hmm. my perfectionist you know, alcoholic behavior that I needed right. to get it right. It, but I did. And I taught myself something that I could do that. So my whole point with that is now I'm on a fucking mission. If you hear me say the word, the word, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, unless it's a general conversation where the person it's like Fonzie saying wrong. Right. But unless it's in a general source of, Court, court, ugh, can't even speak. General, hey now. general course of conversation, but uh -huh. it's in the point where I'm using it as a, hey, I've said this before and again, mm -hmm. so I don't, and again, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying, right. I'm trying to be a better person for the listener. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that really has nothing to do with it. It does, but it just, it fucking pisses mm -hmm. me off so much. It just, it, it really irritated me because once I heard it, I'm like, I can't unhear it. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Right. I mean, you know, I got him too and I I, I kind of don't care, but um <laughs> Well, and and you and I you and I cuz I I listen to all the episodes. I know you I know you don't, you know, but which is fine. You and I both have our things, but everyone does in this mm -hmm. general conversation, but there's certain sure. there are certain things that are a lot stronger than others, you know, when it comes to mm -hmm. these fucking things. And that one just came out really fun. It's just too much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just too much. So, all right. But, um, oh, here's the good news, though. I'll, I'll let mm -hmm. you guess. Because I did look up the word fuck, of course, because I had to in, in last week's episode. Ah. So, how many times we said, I said the other word 73 times. <laughs> how many times did we say the word? 69. <laughs> Stop. Sorry. I said it a couple of times. Okay. 69. Uh, right. Uh, how many times did we say fucking last episode? Right. Um, I don't know. Well, it's probably way up there because you sound all proud and shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's go. One hundred and thirty-seven. Oh, that's that's low. That's low. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. You're about, okay. Uh, let me see. Let's do the math. You're about <laughs> yeah. Go up about thirty some. <laughs> <laughs> one hundred and sixty-nine. One seventy-nine. Ooh, shit <laughs> i i looked at that and i'm like really i i actually erased it and i typed it in again i'm like that, that's gotta be something wrong did it add the did it uh -huh. add the other word no 179 glitch in the matrix right which i think that might be that might be our record so 
But uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, before yeah, it was, I don't, we're definitely not beating it this time because <laughs> uh, we've been yeah, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> but but yeah, it was. I think the last one was in the one sixties. But uh, but anyhow, oh, real quick, so. You, you and I have already talked about the the other gentleman that approached us, and so we'll talk about we'll talk about him when I'm, when I'm there. But um, okay, remember the the individual that I had said that you know uh, kind of approaches about being on the podcast, but then you guys can't swear, and you know I'll get back to you type of thing. Mm-hmm. That she never did, so yeah. Right. And then you know I she had messaged me about something, just one of the things we posted. I'm like, Oh, we were talking about you. And she's like, Oh, did you tell me to go fuck myself? I'm like, no, no, no. (laughs) Not yet. So then we were going back and forth about something else. I forget what else she messaged me about. Oh, she wants us, you know, again to be on the podcast. So, and I'm like, cool. Just let me know. They only do one a month, um, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, okay, she's slackers, (laughs) but she's got people booked. (laughs) I mean, like right now, I think through like September, uh, okay. but I said, here's the deal. I said, as it gets closer, let us know. I promise yeah. you, we will not swear. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, I might give you guys an even just one each. I can edit it out. And I'm like, you don't, we're not going to make you edit it. We, we know how to be nice if we need to. Right. But I, I, I you know, right. I go on broadcast radio. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> on, on, at a, at a, a Jesuit college. Right. And, and we do go out in public and speak, you know, to people and, yes. you know, and we don't swear, right. but, uh, right. but I told her too, cause she, she wrote a book and I can't remember um, the title of it, but you know, I said, are you still promoting your book? And I said, do you think our listeners would, uh, would benefit from it? Cause I said, well, mm-hmm. you know, why don't you come on our podcast too? We'll help you promote the book. So she's going right. to get back to me. I, I told her, I said, just email me a couple of things. I'll forward it to Mike. Um, I think she'd be good. She's cool. You know? And, okay. you know, I said, I think we've had three three people or four people now three for sure dr sarah mm-hmm. travis geo that had books mm-hmm. i think those are the mm-hmm. three but right it seems, i think there's one more but it anyway, seems like right it. but i yeah. but i told her I, I said we we don't mind you know having that and i said give you a mm-hmm. chance to promote it so she'll she's gonna get back to me but i i just thought it was it was kind of funny because she's like i'll give you each one <laughs> i said no no, no. <laughs> i said we we know how to act right if we need to that's right yeah. <laughs> don't, don't please <laughs> don't put, throw your pity fucks at us <laughs> yeah a pity fuck i like that i like that a pity fuck but um uh-huh. all right so the the reading we're all good on um we talked about wow. we talked about that word and then a bunch of fucks uh we're just adding a couple more fucks <laughs> in here to pad this fucking episode right uh, that's right fucking a fucking a right so I don't know. Do you want to just take a break now and then we can talk about New Year's Eve? Yeah. Let's just, yeah, let's get this. Let's, let's get do this it. fucking thing out of the way too. God. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back with more fucking great fucking content right after this word from our fucking sponsor. Hey, everyone. It's your friends at Sober, Not Mature. Hi and, there. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes it's, it's both of your friends this time. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm well. How are you, Bill? I am doing well. But we do, we do have a purpose. Uh, we, we actually usually talk about uh, our one website, but we actually have two websites now. So Two? We to, two websites in one. <laughs> All right. So, so everyone knows we still have the podcast website that is www.sobernotmature.com. Uh-huh. And we just launched the store website, so uh, we also have that. Do you know what the website address is on that one, Mike? Of course I don't. <laughs> it's pretty easy, Mike. It's www.sobernotmatureshop.com. 
Podcast.com. Ah. So, <laughs> but from the, the the podcast website, you can still hit the store link and get into the uh, into the web store, or you right. can access it from our Instagram page through the highlights. Uh, we've been posting quite a bit about it, and we'll continue to do that. But mm-hmm. do you know what's on the second website, Mike? Um, it, well, there's a store. There are products that you can purchase for you <laughs> and your loved ones. <laughs> well, Mike, do we do we still have merchandise? <laughs> we have merchandise. Well, we got T-shirts and coffee mugs and all kinds of crap. <laughs> and one of the one of the coolest parts, we also do have <laughs> all the recovery books from Hazelden, which is kind of a big deal. That um, is a least- big deal. Eh, at least for us. So all the books that we read, God grant me 24 hours, the big book, the 12 and 12, um, all of those books are available for sale on our website. And they once are. again, that, that store website is www.sober. <laughs> Trying to help, man. <laughs> I know you are. You're not helping though. Okay. Now I got to say www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Dot so, com. Dot com. Visit that today or visit the, the podcast website, which is, again, you know the podcast website, so. Uh, com. <laughs> Did you just say sober but not mature? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Write that down. Yeah, like fucking mush mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. You've suffered enough with this, and uh, we'll get back to what we were talking about previously. So visit the websites, though. All right, everyone. Welcome fucking back. Hi there. <laughs> yeah, that uh, I think that added a couple more. I think we're going to be good. So, but good. but yeah. So I think I mean we got New Year's Eve to talk about. I got other shit to talk about too. But um, speaking of you know New Year stuff and you know old uh-huh. days and partying and acting a fool, mm-hmm. we're still going to party mm-hmm. and act a fool. We're just going to do it with a bunch of sober oh, absolutely. people. Absolutely, <laughs> we are. <laughs> yeah, so um, Michael and Megan, uh, which we've had both mm-hmm. of them on, you guys all know them, you know, we Crazy have. Megan and, yep. and our friend Michael. Uh, is it every, when did they start doing that? I guess that's my first question. Every year they host a poker thing. Right. Yeah. It, well, the first, the first poker game was on New Year's Eve. Um, it was, I know, I was actually talking to my boss about this today. Um, and I believe, I want to say it was 10 years ago. Okay. And yeah, that would make sense because, uh, well, first of all, I'm going out, I'm going out to Ohio tomorrow. Cause I'm, it'll be the mm-hmm. first one as far as any, you and I can remember. I, I don't think I've ever been there and I don't think so No. So it would have been, I think the year, cause I moved back to Wisconsin, July of 13. So if it was mm-hmm. that year, then that would make perfect sense. Cause I was back, Yeah. I was back in September. I was back in November for their wedding and I was back, I think for, might have been back for Thanksgiving. I don't know. I was back to Ohio like three times within that that four or five month period. So I know I didn't. Come yeah, back. that does actually kind of I think line up because uh, yeah, I think it was the first that first New Year's Eve that they were married. Right. You know, they were still they were still in that apartment um, over an old bar, right, <laughs> down in that little Italian um, neighborhood, right on the coast there. Yeah, yeah. But I know that's where it was, and <laughs> and we made the mistake of not limiting the buy-ins, and we played <laughs> until six in the morning. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think we were, we're yeah we were talking about that with Michael because I, I knew for a I'm pretty sure that's the last time I drove home when the sun was coming up. <laughs> right, and the first time since you had been sober since you did that, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. I have I have no desire to like we were talking about. I have no desire to excuse me stay up all night. I think the hmm. 
No. The last time that I was up late, like four in the morning or something like that, was coming mm-hmm. back. And it would have been that that first year, I think, when because we went to my dad's cousin, Paul, his son got married mm-hmm. down in Columbus. So we were we right. were in Cleveland that weekend and then went down to Columbus and um, I just, I left, Kathy was going back to mom's that night. And I'm like, I, I, I didn't want to drive back. It was, um, Labor Day weekend. I didn't want to drive back mm. and deal with the traffic on Monday. So right. I left Cleveland at like eight o'clock at night or nine o'clock at night and mm-hmm. got back to Madison. And I think it was, it was like fucking four in the morning, but I'm like, <laughs> I don't I just, I went home. I think I had grabbed a sandwich or something to eat and I fucking went to bed until like one, you know, but right. But yeah, other than that, I don't think I've I don't think I've been up all night. But I don't think we're gonna stay up all night. But I'm 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 really looking Mm-mm. forward to it because yeah, I haven't done well. I mean, last year we went out to we went out to dinner that was nice, and Kathy and I hit up the casino, which was nice. It, it was mm-hmm. fun, you know, just something out of the ordinary. But um, I don't know. I, it'll be. I it just hasn't been convenient. I don't think for me to make it back because I was thinking you know in ten years it just never lined up for me to come well, back. You know, so right. Well, um. Yeah, shit. I don't even. I don't even remember what I did last year. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, I know. I didn't. I think they had a game, and I think I had to miss it for some reason. Yeah, I don't know, but I. Yeah, I, it's been a couple of years right. since we've done. You know, because the pandemic and stuff. It's yeah, definitely been a couple of years since I've played poker with them. Yeah. Yeah, on New Year's Eve. So it's, it's yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it'll be. I I just thought it'd be a lot. It'll, I I know it'll be a lot of fun. But and I know for I was just thinking back too that there was a number of years when um, we used to come back to Cleveland for you know for Christmas. So we'd be mm-hmm. we'd be in Cleveland at Christmas, and then you know I go back home. I mean I knew I I wouldn't just drive all the way back for New Year's Eve. So I'm sure just logistically it didn't work out. But I don't know. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm excited to go. I'm excited to just hang out and actually you know, sit there and, you know, do something with a group of people on, on New Year's Eve. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Not, mm-hmm. I know it will be a lot it of will. fun. I don't think it will be. Right. So, <laughs> but yeah, so that's our, that's our New Year's Eve plans, but there's a, uh, so you get your home group though. So we got to figure, I do figure out timing with that. Yeah. I, I, right. I, I don't, I'm, I was thinking about it today. Actually, I may go hang out and set up and stuff and I might not stay for the whole meeting. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking, cause they, um, they were talking about starting the card game at nine. Right. So if I like hang out and then the meeting gets started and stuff and I just duck out, I should be out there by nine. So yeah, I think, I think that's what I'm going to okay. do. Yeah. And it's, I mean, whatever, whatever works. Cause I know that you were talking about maybe all of us hitting the meeting. I mean, whatever, if you're only going to do that, then um, I don't know, we'll, we'll figure it out, but that sounds good. Mm-hmm. I was just, you, you and yeah. I sit there talking, making out our plans here, which we do anyhow, but the right. more I thought about it, I'm like, yeah, we don't need to involve everyone. Else. You know what? Fuck you, everyone. You don't need to know what we're doing. <laughs> you need to be involved. <laughs> you need to know what we're doing. We need to be honest and open and accountable. All right. So this is what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm heading out, uh, heading out tomorrow. I don't know exactly what time, probably late morning. So I'm, I'm assuming I'll up at right. your place and I don't know, four or five, something like that, but I'll let you know. So, okay. Yeah. I'll be around. Yeah. Um, all right. So this was, we're all good on all that, right? Uh, 
I'm sure everybody is sick of fucking hearing about it. But a New Year's Eve stuff, we got all that New Year's Eve resolutions. I wrote that down, but I know you don't. You never make you New Year's resolutions. We've talked about that. God no. I think we. I think I only wrote it down so we could make fun of them. But I. We don't even. We don't really need to do that. (laughs) (laughs) No. But. No, hey, again, you know, if it, if it works for you, if you need that calendar to flip over to make yourself a better person, go for right. it. I'm trying to do it every fucking yep. day. Yeah, and that's our, our, our main point with that. And I, I'm not I wasn't I was joking about the making fun of people. It's just that we we were taught doing this thing that if something needs to be changed, do it now. Don't wait. Mm-hmm. And if it happens to be, you know, like me getting rid of a word just because it's the, mm-hmm. the beginning of the year has nothing to do with it, but um Nope. Yeah, it's just it's time to if it's time to make a change, our opinion is make the fucking change, whether it's May or, mm-hmm. or January 1st. So, yep. But the and this came up, I, I wrote this down, I don't know, a week or so ago, but it, it also came up on a podcast that I was listening to the, the phrase square peg trying to fit into a round hole. OK, mm-hmm. that for, for anyone out there, that's a very, very, very popular saying around recovery meetings and things like that. A lot of people say it just right. It's just the the concept of somebody feeling out of place, you know, trying to shove a mm-hmm. again a square peg into a round hole. So, mm-hmm. did you, Mike, ever feel like mm-hmm. that? Ever, whether it was when you first got sober, um, prior to that, mm-hmm. most people it's when when they were still drinking. But did you ever feel that way? Well, um, I, <laughs> I actually thought about this early in recovery. Yeah. Um, I was not a square peg in a round hole. I was a round peg in a square hole. <laughs> <laughs> I fit in, but I didn't fill it out. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, there were there was the pieces missing. I was that round peg in a square hole. I was the hole could be square. Um, but yes, I, you know, yes, I could fit in. I could make myself get in there, but I certainly didn't fill it out and I certainly didn't fit. But I would be in there. I don't, you know. So that was that's my experience with it. Yeah, I, I, I didn't fill it out. I didn't complete ever. Right. Yeah. Did you know that at the time, or was that like? Oh God, okay. no, no. That was that was you know after hearing square peg and a round hole all those times, I was like, nah, it doesn't quite apply to right. me. You know, it, again. Not looking for the differences, just uh, taking the information that they were giving me and applying it to myself. And I went, no, that's not right for me. What it was for me was what I said. Right. Which, uh, and now that you you say that, I, I think I think I've heard you say that before because it it's one of those mm. things that make it. I completely understand that, but that that's why I'm mm-hmm. just curious if you knew it at the time. But that that makes more sense too. It's that you know that hindsight thing that we all that we all get once we right. <laughs> once we don't have a, a substance clouding our vision, right? Um, exactly, all foggy and shit. Well, and it's just that when I hear people, and I've heard people talk about that, that oh, I didn't fit in, and and that's their that's the way they explain mm-hmm. it. And I never, I don't know that I ever really felt that way. The only time that I didn't fit in and I really felt it is when, when we moved from, well, both times we moved, uh, it was tough moving Mm -hmm. from Cleveland to Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. I went into fifth Mm -hmm. grade and kids are fucking assholes and Mm -hmm. I was a fucking outsider. And you know, I was from Cleveland. This was Pittsburgh, all this different shit. Yeah. And (laughs) and my mom and who turned out to be our mom, but at that time, my mom Mm -hmm. bought me a brand new winter coat, Mm -hmm. Cleveland Browns. 
Ah. No fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bought me a fucking Cleveland Browns coat. Well, I mean, all mm-hmm. the all the best intentions, you know. But sure. I'm like, I can't fucking wear this, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna get killed. And right. she ended up, you know, and and I did. I mean, while I was there, we were there in the late '70s. That's when Terry mm-hmm. Bradshaw was there, and all the great. I mean, sure. again, the Steelers of the late '70s. They were. Steel curtain, oh, man. They were the shit, and I got to go to one game against a cowboy. It was fucking awesome. It was great. Um, oh. It was a lot of fun, but um, mm-hmm. felt really out of place. And then when we moved to Wisconsin, I went into eighth grade, mm-hmm. and same thing. That's the last year of middle school, going into high school. It took me two years to kind of get my feet under me with friends, uh-huh. you know. But it uh-huh. was just because kids were fucking assholes. It had nothing to do with right. me. <laughs> I mean, right? Oh, yeah. It, it literally didn't. I mean, I didn't feel out of place. I was, I was put out of place, you know. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but usually the concept is, I felt this way or I felt out of place, so I drank. Which I never, I didn't start drinking until <laughs> I got, I got in with a group of friends that actually, it wasn't really by choice, but they played soccer, ran track, this and that. And this group of friends of mine, and and me, we really didn't drink until like end of junior year into senior year. Um, uh-huh. you know, but so it was almost the opposite. I mean, I wasn't seeking out anything, but anyhow, it just, I've always found that to be kind of an odd statement because maybe just cause I didn't have to deal with it or I didn't, I can't relate to it, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you talk about moving around. I mean, I, um, I, <laughs> second grade, I went from Detroit to the upper peninsula of Michigan and then, um, back down to the Detroit area. So I went to three different schools in second grade. Um, Oh yeah. I mean, well, mom was one of us. And so, you know, uh, geographics were a big deal for her. And uh, yeah, so I was, I was an old pro at it. We moved a lot and um, oh shit. Uh, I started, we moved from Michigan to California. Uh, I was, I started eighth grade. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I had been, um, in Michigan, I had been there for like four years as long as I'd been anywhere, um, at that point in my life in a school system and all that stuff. And so I did like fourth and fifth grade and then, um, the population was growing. So they moved sixth grade over to the junior high. So I did two years of junior high and it was, it was junior high. It was going to different classes every hour. It was like mini high school. Right. Um, and then I moved to California and I went to, <laughs> they moved us out in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And, <laughs> and it was, um, it was a kindergarten through eighth grade school. So I basically went back to elementary school for eighth grade. <laughs> that was fun. Um, and then we moved again, a little bit more populated area in Sacramento. And I started high school. I knew no one. I walked into a big high school, like 3000 students Jesus. and i didn't know anybody <laughs> <laughs> uh, i take that back i knew one guy sort of because th- there was a kid that was a year younger than me lived two doors down from me and he had a friend that was starting high school that had been there his whole fucking life one of those right. guys um and and so i'd like met him a couple of times you know but walking into this high school he you know he didn't acknowledge me i was not yeah, <laughs> I had met him a couple of times and that was it. So, yeah, I walked into high school and didn't know anybody. Um, but I, you know, seriously, within 
a couple of weeks, I had, you know, I was already making inroads because I was an old pro at it. I've been moving around my whole fucking right. life. So yeah, you know, uh, I found, I found my people, you know, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, we had a little thing called smokers corner because <laughs> you could smoke in school back then. Yeah. So, you know, you go hang out there. I'll find those motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> so where's the beer party this weekend? <laughs> so, you know, it's funny because that that is my that was my next question. So people talk about seeking out people who drank mm-hmm. or used like they did. Did you do that? Right. Did you like and I know you're trying to find friends and stuff like that, you know, and, and again, mm-hmm. easily finding something like the smoking area. That makes sense. That That's the one right. thing that and smoking's bad for us and all those sort of things and everyone gets mm. it everyone understands it but um, the one thing that you could always do is you can you can go hang out smoke a cigarette even these days go where anyone's vaping and you can make instant mm-hmm. friends <laughs> it's sure. a it's a weird it's a weird culture it really fucking <laughs> is it doesn't matter who it is you know you're just you're you're with the people who smoke or vape or whatever it is right. but well let's see it's the junior version of walking into a bar yeah. you yeah. know yeah, same thing. You know, working them substances, man. <laughs> Find the people that like the same shit you do. Right. Um, right. And, and um, no, I didn't really look for people to party like me because I partied like me, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> you know, I, if you want to share your stuff with me, that's cool. I'm sure it's not, not sharing my stuff with you. Right. But I, because I was thinking about that too when I when I wrote it down. It just that in briefly, you know, thinking about it. I never really, I don't think I ever had a conscious thought where I said, I'm, I'm only going to hang out with people who drink. Uh, I'm only going to hang out mm-hmm. with people who like to stay out and, and drink, you know, can, can hang with right. me type of thing. Uh, uh-huh. But I ended up just everyone that I was around was like that, you know? And when I went to, right. when I went to events, it was, I would say almost unheard of to end up at any event child's birthday party to a christmas party to anything mm-hmm. where you couldn't get something to drink you know oh yeah and it just it was the it it was it's a thing and i i think it's still a thing you know to the these days you know where mm-hmm. a lot of these get togethers and that's why so many people have trouble i think or struggle a little bit when they get sober with that sort of thing but it just I was curious if you ever like walked into a place and I guess you had great examples there of thinking, I need to find mm. people who drink or use like me. Cause those are the people I want to hang mm. with, you know? And I, I don't know, like I said, I just never, I never had those blinders. It was, on. Yeah. It was never conscious. It was, it was, um, yeah. You know, you just kind of find each other. Right. I mean, it just, it shakes out that way. I mean, um, honestly, yeah, I said smokers corner, but I also, um, that first, my freshman year, um, I had always sang in choirs my whole life. Um, from like second grade on. Um, and, um, I took choir in high school and that was, you know, also the first place and, um, all the music kids hung out in the music room at lunchtime and stuff. So yeah, that was, that was a big part of it too. You know, I found musicians and stuff and, and yeah, you know, and, and not just rock and roll, but you know, they were there too, but yeah, the, the whole music department, that's shit. That's what kept me in high school. Yeah. Well, I remember you (laughs) saying that when we were talking to, might have been when we were talking to to Nico, I think, because he said wrestling mm-hmm. and I had played, you know, I ran ran track right. and played soccer and but the same deal. It's like, yep. you know, when we moved to Wisconsin, I had never I had never played soccer before, but kind of the same thing mm-hmm. with you where 
our next door neighbors, it was a um, two boys that lived next to us. One was my age, but when same thing, they had moved from like Minnesota down to Wisconsin mid year so that the school system wouldn't let him in. So he got held back just because they came in late, you know? So mm. he was my age, but a year behind me, you know? Okay. So um, we ended up going to the same school. You know, I was in eighth and he was in seventh. So I saw him, but he mm -hmm. wasn't in any of my classes. But what we did right. was um, he played soccer and I got involved in like this community league soccer. So I, that again, I started meeting people that way and I just did it. God damn yeah. it. That fucking word. Um, <laughs> but that's how I started meeting people was through soccer. And then a lot of those people, mm -hmm. so it was, you know, all these communities around went to the same high school, you know? So that's where I met yeah. a lot of these guys and became close friends and a guy room with, with in mm -hmm. college, he didn't play, play soccer, but he ran track and, you know, so it's this whole group of people that, that I ended up meeting. Sure. But same deal, you know, you, like you said, with the music, you know, you just end up, you know, finding your crowd based on common interests, but Absolutely. I don't know. It just, it, I, I've heard so many leads and I know you have too, that th those two things, the square peg thing. And then well, I moved someplace and I, I found my, I was start looking for my people and I'm like, I just mm. never, I never did that. You know, in, no, no, you just, you just find it. It just happens. Right. Yeah. You know, we, we're not that good. Right. We don't look for mm. them. It just, it just happens. You start doing things that like, again, the common interest sports or music or whatever, you know, and if you're a fucking math nerd, you find other math nerds. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it, it is, it, you're right. It's organically. If we want to, if we want to go with one of those words, right. That's right. Absolutely. All right. So um, let me see. Oh, so here's another one. And we were talking about pride earlier. God, all these things are this, if I didn't bring this up, all these things would just be falling into place and I could just act like this was magic. But, you know, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm kind of pointing it out like, oh, look what I wrote down. Something we were talking about before. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you remember the first time after you got sober that you were actually uh -huh. proud of yourself and what had you accomplished or and what you had accomplished up to that point? So figure this time because i i get it before when you said you were you were dry not really sober before this time so when mm -hmm. when we got sober this time april mm -hmm. of 2010 do you remember the first time that you actually felt proud of yourself and what you had accomplished to that point mm -hmm. i mean um <laughs> it was kind of the the slowly thing you know uh just putting the days together man um you know, yeah, you know, clearly, um, I got past, you know, the 90 days and, and, and that was a big one for me because every time I had, here's my air quotes, tried this thing <laughs> in the past. Um, yeah, that 90 day mark was always a, a big one. Um, I could never really get past it very well. Uh, and you know, I did once, but it was fucking skin of my teeth, white knuckling it. Um, uh, yeah, you know, again, just put the days together, man. Um, I, nah, not really. There's no moment. There was no, you know, I'm, hell, I'm still working on it, man. <laughs> <laughs> and same deal, though, with that with that question. And I'm sure it came up, but me listening to, to some podcast, because I, mm -hmm. these, these thoughts, kids are, are not, I can't, I'm not that fucking original. <laughs> Right. There are times when I have one of these things pop off the top of my head for no fucking reason. I'm like, wow, where did that come from? You know, but I know this wasn't one of them, but mm -hmm. I, 
same deal though. I try not to overthink these things when we, uh, when I first write them down, because I don't, I don't want to have, I just don't want to have these preconceived or, you know, preset thoughts in my head. But Mm -hmm. I, the only thing that I can think of right now as I'm, as I'm thinking back is, is starting to see, you know, like the, uh, when, when Derek came out, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, Dawn was a big part of, um, that part of that, I think making me feel that way, you know, because of her, her reactions to me and, and what she was mm-hmm. doing, you know, with, with our son and all that stuff. And same thing, you know, watching, watching Kathy and watching mom and um, having just a family member. I don't know who it was or when they said it, but, um, say, Hey, you know, you're looking better. You're sounding better, whatever the thing is. And then you look in, mm-hmm. you know, where somebody says something and you're like, huh? Yeah. I, then you look back and you're like, God damn, you know, <laughs> I think I mentioned it in one other episode, you know, doing the walk or whatever it was. And when did I start doing these prayers? When did I start doing this? How did I get to this point? You know, like you mm. said, it, it, it literally is, it's just putting together these days, but you know, there, there's just moments even, even now, you know, it could have been, a handful of years ago, either, you know, one of my kids said something or I'm able to do something for my kids or mom mm-hmm. says something and you're like, God damn, you know, if I wasn't, where would I be? You know, or if I didn't, what would have oh, happened? Absolutely. And, you mm. know, just having, having an, <laughs> no better way to put it, kind of having an awe moment. You're like, God damn, that's, everything's mm. fucking worth it. You know, with that one thing. Right. You know? Well, uh, you, you're talking about it that way. And, um, it's probably it's probably getting close to two years ago now um lydia my granddaughter um wrote me a letter uh a couple of pages man just um you know telling me um that she was proud of me and and she was glad that i was her grandfather and and hell i don't remember all the particulars of it but it was just it was beautiful and i was just you know again so this is a couple so i'm like maybe 11 years sober something like that and just the the cumulative thing of of me always being there in her life she has you know i've talked about it before she has no concept of the fucking monster that i am (laughs) Um, right (laughs) you know she doesn't she she turned two um a couple of weeks after i got sober so she does not remember i mean there's there's pictures of me at her first birthday and i was fucking hammered um and you know i look back on that and go "Hmm." um but she she does not know all she knows is me sober right and um and and the the accumulation of that was was this letter she wrote me a couple years ago it just it, it was it was amazing i still have it it's it's at, it's in plastic it's in the drawer i know exactly where it's at um yeah it's it that, that one was was huge it was like fuck i guess i'm a halfway decent human being thanks <laughs> to this program um th- there's this there's this person that i care about deeply and she cares about me and um the the fruits of these labors in this program showing me how to be a fucking good person um works and yeah that's pretty goddamn cool right. yeah and uh i don't remember what it was kimmy sent me a text probably mm. i don't know three four years ago five years ago whenever it was uh-huh. and right fucking random you know just sent me a text and right you know i don't say this enough but along the lines of i'm, I'm so glad you're in my life and this and that blah, blah. and i was mm. just like Mm-hmm. you know all <laughs> right. you can do is i mean you know thank you and all and i appreciate it and all that sort of thing but mm-hmm. you know you just kind of 
it it takes it almost knocks your wind out of you, you know, because oh, you're yeah. like, huh, okay. All this all these <laughs> things that piss me off on a daily basis and mm-hmm. the here's my I, I can't make big enough air quotes, the struggles mm. that I have. You know, mm-hmm. and we all have them and they're they're real and they're important sure. and justifiable mm-hmm. and fucking blah. Mm. You know, but right. um when you look back at stuff like that or I am being a, being available, like you said, you know, I mean, my, yeah. my son, you know, calling me at, at one in the morning, not cause you know, mm-hmm. I, cause he needed a ride mm-hmm. and I told him he could call me mm-hmm. and right. you know, being there for, you know, my, my sister being there for our mom, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just, you realize that, you know, how, whatever, whatever we did, whatever we had to go through mm-hmm. all this fucking work, which isn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. we said this before, and, and I, I make a joke out of it, but it is all we have to do is we have to read a fucking book, follow mm-hmm. twelve little suggestions, mm-hmm. and be a decent fucking human being. Yep. Well, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I worked really hard, man. <laughs> ah. But, but, you know, the flip side is it's not our fucking nature. Right. It's not anything we want to do. Um, it, it is work. Right. I know. You know, it's, it's working them fucking muscles, man, building them up, making them strong so that we can be there for other people. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you know, Chris has been, my girlfriend has been, um, sick. She actually got sick like two days before we left for Mexico, um, she got first few days we were down there, she was sick. Um, you know, but I kept telling her, you know, Hey man, I'm not driving a truck. I'm not dodging morons. Uh, you know, I step outside and it's 85 degrees. It's, this is all good. Um, you know, and she started getting better and she beat that bug and then she got back and she's okay for a couple of days and then she caught another one. <laughs> um, <Damn it. laughs> yeah, yeah. She's anyway, she's getting better again. Um, but was it Wednesday? Yeah, yeah, Wednesday. Um, she uh, texted me, you know, are you going to be done soon? And I had actually just parked the truck. I was all happy because I had an early day. Couldn't happen today. Um, but I, it was an early day, right? I was going to go get some food, go home, relax, take a shower. And um, so I called her right away. I said, hey, I just parked. What's up? And she was in a bad way. And ended up taking her to the hospital. Ended up sitting in the emergency room uh, for like seven hours. Oh, my God. Wow. Um, Yeah, dude, I didn't get home until about one in the morning. It was fine. Um, But, yeah, you know, um, and not, you know, not... uh, not being a dick. <laughs> I mean, this is certainly, this is not what I wanted to do. Um, but I did it, you know, took her there, sat with her. Um, you know, turned out she's got a virus and, you know, they gave her some fluids and yeah, sent us back home. Um, but I could be there right. for someone else, you know, again, not what I wanted to do. Um, I fucking hate hospitals. I hate, you know, I'm sitting there looking at the people in the emergency room going, you motherfuckers. I hate <laughs> all of you. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and, and the old me would have turned it around and resented her and let her know that I was not happy about being there. And, you know, no, none of that shit happened. I mean, it was all in me. But it didn't come out because I know how to 
handle myself today, how to behave, be a good boy. Um, right. <laughs> you know, it was fine. You know, I got home and got about three and a half hours sleep and went to work. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, you know, and that was two days ago and it's, you know, in the past, but again, I got to be there for somebody else, help someone get through something that was not pleasant for them. And, um, that's all that mattered, you know? didn't matter that I was uncomfortable and I was hungry and I was tired and who fucking cares. You know, I was there. I got to hold her hand. Well, I didn't hold her hand because she was deceased. But, um, <laughs> so you guys were making, and she listens making to out, this, right? Making out in the... Oh yeah. No, sitting there with a the mask on. <laughs> the other side of the room saying, Hey baby, how you doing over there? Right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, you know, again, I, I got to be there for somebody else. So it was, it was a horrible, miserable fucking thing for me. And it was good. Right. Because I got to do something for someone else. Yeah. Well, and we, and we talk about that all the time. You know, we, we joke about that, that, you know, literally joke about the mm -hmm. fact that, oh, it's not, not all about us and all that sort of thing, mm -hmm. but, but it isn't. And that's, that's the, that's the difference. And we don't, the thing of it is that the reason we have, like we were talking about, like you with Lydia and the, the text from Kimmy or my son mm -hmm. or anything like that, mm -hmm. the reason we have these, I, there's no better way for me to put it. Everyone will understand if I say an awe moment, but um, I don't know how, how else to put it. We have those moments because we don't realize how much we affect mm. people positively, right. you know, because mm -hmm. all we're doing is, is doing our thing. We're doing everything that we were taught, but we don't always right. realize, at least I don't, I can speak for myself. I don't, Oh, oh definitely. You know, I just, I don't realize that the positive shit that I put out and yeah. realizing that, like you said, you know, whether it's the hospital or being there for somebody or, you know, um, I don't know that, that I mean, Kimmy and Brian always asking me, you know, they asked me mm. first if I, if I could babysit and, um, you know, right. she, she comes to me with some things and, and whatever it is. I mean, it's just being <laughs> there, being available and realizing that, that you're there, you know, and that sometimes that's yeah. all that matters is that you're, you're there, you're on the other end oh. of the phone and, and they know it. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I did. Right. Nine times out of 10, that's enough. Right. But, but, you know. 14, 15 years ago, <laughs> that wasn't the case right. at all. You know, I'm not answering that fucking phone. You know, I'm fucking half in the bag and I want to get all the way in. I'm not answering that fucking phone. <laughs> half in the bag and I want to get all the way in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, I like that. All right. You're going to slow my fucking roll, man. Uh, yeah. Again, um, we kind of didn't care that we were negatively impacting people we were hurting people right. you know um we didn't give a shit um so how could we notice it and and now that we're just we're again doing the next right thing being a good boy blah 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 um yeah we don't notice that either that that <laughs> it actually does make a difference and we're actually like you know helping people along their way man right. which is yeah fuck I know who knew I know. And then, uh, I mean, that's, that's all about, you know, all those, all those things, you know, or all, all those, you know, those proud moments, you know, those are the things that it's the, the little things in, and I, I've been telling myself this cause I get these little irritations. See, you know, I get, like I said, mm. searching for a job or whatever. I mean, it's, it's a big deal. Obviously people got to work, people got paid bills or whatever, but then there'll be right. just these little things throughout the day. And I, I keep reminding myself, sometimes talking to myself, I'm like, it's the little fucking things. You got to watch the little fucking things, you know? Mm -hmm. And I know that because we were taught that, 
it's not the it's not the deaths it's not the tragedies it's usually mm-hmm. not always it's not a rule mm. but it's usually not the big things because those things are so fucking blatant that you realize you got to take care of yourself and i'm talking about right. sober people you know watching out for the you mm-hmm. know that first drink and stuff people don't necessarily we we people don't necessarily notice that we got these little things just picking at us every day those are the things that we got to take a deep fucking breath and realize that you know you mm-hmm. gotta keep our shit straight you know um, yep, absolutely. Because all that shit just piles up, and all of a sudden we just get this get this case of you know, fine, fuck it, <laughs> whatever. Yep. Case of the fuckets. Case of the fuckets. But I'll take a case and a half. <laughs> so it was funny because I my my eyes just drifted down to this thing from the twenty four hour book uh, that oh. I wrote down, and uh, it was a, it was when they were talking about slips. But I'm just going to read this because it came right out of the mm. out of the book. It said, "In idle thought, connecting." Uh, or connected with drinking pops into our mind. This is the crucial mm-hmm. moment. Will I harbor that thought even for one minute, or will I banish it from my mind at once? If I let it mm. stay, it may develop into a daydream. I may begin to see a cool glass of beer or a Manhattan cocktail in my mind's eye. If I allow the daydream to stay in my mind, it may lead to a decision, however unconscious, to take a drink. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I thought that that was kind of... I mean, we're talking about all these little things and whatever. And then I looked at them like, wait a second. I don't like, no idea how long I've had this on here, but that's kind of what, and I, there was a post on social media, which we've heard a million times. It's about seen, a month. Yeah. <laughs> Slip season was about a month ago. Right. But if there was a thing on social media where somebody put that, you know, a relapse happens, you know, long before you physically take a drink, which we know, you uh-huh. know we've heard that. Right. But that's kind of what, a little bit about what this is talking about, that these, we mm-hmm. talked about the fact that drinking or the thought of drinking and all that shit comes into our heads a lot of times. And especially on a weekend like this, sure. if somebody's newly sober, mm-hmm. it could easily come into their mind. But the point here sure. is, you know, do you let it dwell? Because sooner or later, it's going to sound like a good fucking idea. You know, especially oh, yeah. especially if shit's going bad, then you're looking for a big old case of fuckets. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, we case and a half. <laughs> case and a half. So yeah, we can't we can't do that. I think the twenty four hour book is telling us not to do that, right? Hmm. Well, um, right. I I I know exactly the reading you're talking about because I have read it a few times. <laughs> um, fourteen or so. Right. Uh, <laughs> but um, thankfully, I have this. Ooh, here's some more sober jargon. Um. I have this tool in my toolbox <laughs> that <laughs> and it is a default for me now. Um, we've talked about it a million times on here. Yes, of course, we think about drinking. Yes, of course, think about using drugs. I, you know, it happens all the time. Um, not constantly, not every day. I'm not obsessed with it anymore, but it happens. And um, But the tool that I have now, and it pretty much when I get those thoughts... I instantly play the tape through, keep it going. Okay, asshole, take that drink. Then what? Then what? Then what? Well, I take that drink, and then I'm going to get thirsty, and then I'm going to need some more, and then I'm going to, you know, then I'm going to, um, I'm going to smoke a joint, and then I'm going to get some heroin, and then I'm going to smoke some crack, and <laughs> no, but I'm going to fucking throw it all away. You know, um, I'm, I'm very, very quick. That muscle is really strong. I am very quick when that thought pops in. What's the next step? What happens next is my next thought almost instantly now. 
and um you know fuck it it's never good right. because it's never good uh, <laughs> so right i mean it's it's easy yes the thought okay yes that that manhattan cocktail <laughs> that cool frosty beer right yeah, it's going to lead me to, you know, being a raging asshole, hurting everybody that I love. Um, <laughs> and suddenly that cool cocktail doesn't sound so fucking great anymore. Right. Um, like real fast. So, yeah, you know, again, but it was it was a thing that I had to practice because, again, the thoughts always happen. Um, and it's it's just my default now. You know, I have that thought about the drink and then or the drug or whatever the substance is <laughs> and uh, and then instantly have the next thought, you know, the consequences of that cool, frosty beer. The consequences are never good. Right. So that thought goes away. It doesn't, you know, that sunshiny, frothy loveliness of that cool drink lasts about half a second, you know, um, Yes, I could continue to think about the lovely sunshine that it's going to come with it. And there is. I know that because it happened to me over and over again. You know, that that instant ease and comfort from taking that drink. Um, But then I know exactly what happens after it. I don't focus on the ease and comfort and the good stuff. I instantly focus on the bad stuff that will inevitably come from me trying to feel good for fucking 20 minutes. <laughs> and and just to be clear, so when like what you're talking about happens almost instantaneously instantaneously, it's not as though the thought comes in you have to sit down and and go through this mm. process even for the maybe no. the 2 minutes that you've just talked about it, you don't think about it for 2 yeah. minutes, it's just there and gone, right? Oh god no. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, because again, I I have trained myself to that wonderful thought instantly turns to the horrible that always comes with it. Right. And then that's gone. Cause I don't want to fucking dwell on the horrible. The fuck fun's that? <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm still selfish and self-centered. And I don't want to sit there and dwell on horrible things. Right. So then I move on and then I pick up the phone and go do something for somebody or, you know, turn on the TV. Well, and, and I just wanted to make that point. Cause I, and I, I, I knew the answer because I was thinking the same thing mm-hmm. that as you were talking about that, that in, in real time that we don't miss, usually we don't even miss a step, you know, when, Mm-mm. when that happens, it's, you see it. So in, in, for instance, I'll see it on TV every once in a while, they'll talk about, sure. or I'll hear it on a podcast so it, that they'll be talking and telling their stories and stuff like that. And the typical thing that you'll hear is when first time somebody took a drink and they describe again the warm feeling and this and the relaxation mm-hmm. and all that stuff mm-hmm. i remember fucking all of that you know and sure. and that's what once you get that that first time that's what we're chasing the entire time and you never oh, you never catch it again you know because mm-hmm. it's that first feeling but i don't uh, it doesn't it's not even a thought i usually never sit down and like hmm i just had a thought about mm-hmm. drinking now I got to put the tape through. <laughs> so it does. It's just in real time. It just happens and we go on. However, yeah. and I know for a fact, I've mentioned this before, there are times when things are going, my my perceived thought of shitty in my life or things are mm-hmm. piling up or whatever the case is and things are rough, whatever the case is. Right. I have actually asked myself, you know, if I'm, if I'm feeling not even overwhelmed, let's go halfway and go whelmed 
I'm feeling well. Right. <laughs> I mean, I will ask myself, I'm like, do you want to drink right now? And mm-hmm. self, do you want to drink? <laughs> sure. And I'll say that out loud. And it sounds uh-huh. fucking stupid, but <laughs> my answer better fucking be no. And it better be immediate. Uh-huh. Cause if it's not, then I got to make a phone call or do something, you know? Right. I still need to, I just wanted to make that clear. I, I still need to check myself every once in a while. And it's been, mm-hmm. I don't think it's been in the last week or so, but probably in the last handful of months, I probably had to ask myself that, you know, oh, yeah. I don't know Me when too. or what happened, but Mm-mm. I think that's right. I don't even think I know for, for a fucking fact is healthy to be like, Hey, Oh, Hey, you, <laughs> you okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, <laughs> and, and of course we're going to, you know, Right. Yeah, whatever. Whatever the situation is, it's it's you know, our perception is oh, this is fucking awful. Yeah. Oh, there are plenty of times where I will seriously go. So, would a drink help this situation? Because <laughs> <laughs> right. it used to be the solution to all this shit. You know, it for a very long time that was the solution to these horrible fucking feelings and problems and blah 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 blah. Um. Yeah, so of course I asked myself that question. Would a drink help this? Would this make this better? And and the answer is always no, because it wouldn't. Right. Again, experience. It, no, goddamn, it didn't fucking work then. It's probably not going to work now. Right. Yeah, and that's. I mean, I'll I'll throw my yet in when I say this because I I have mm-hmm. not. And for for everyone out there, I know I've said it before. Um, I have not relapsed yet. This is my first run at this thing. I've, I've never tried right. to get sober before, but I, I haven't relapsed yet. And I'm very, very mm-hmm. conscious of that, that yet. Mm-hmm. Part. I'm, I want to talk about proud. I'm proud of it because this goes back to the odds and the statistics and all the things we said. Mm-hmm. Fuck you people. You know, you're 41. You've never tried this before. <laughs> you can't stay sober. Oh, fuck. I can't, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll be a dry drug before I drink again. <laughs> no, that's not true. I don't, I don't, I don't want that. No, I don't want Oof, that. God, no, no. I'll fucking drink before I'm a dry drug. <laughs> but, but the whole point is, is that I don't know what it's like to relapse personally, but I'll tell right. you one thing. I've seen it. I, I've seen the despair. I've heard the stories. I've watched people. Mm-hmm. I know for a fucking mm-hmm. fact what happens. I've watched people die. Mm-hmm. You know, not physically watch right. people die, but I know people have gone out and died and tried to use again, tried to drink again, or continued. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't. I don't have my own tape to play through as far as a relapse. I got a tape to play through about how I used to be, and then I can. Mm-hmm. I got a home movie of all these motherfuckers out there that that are dead, or that went through miserable shit. You know, mm-hmm. and I believe every single one of them because I've seen it or I believe their stories. Joe, used to, right. our sponsor, Joe, used to always say that we talk about whatever. He's like, I, I believe you. I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the funniest things because, you know, we I'd be all fired up about something, about telling something. He's like, no, I, I believe you. I believe it. I'm like, yeah, I know right. you do. Yeah, because because you've been right. there. You've been there, too. I said that was always his way and, of saying I've been there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And and. You know, you talk about when you were saying, you know, this is your first time and all that stuff. Um, you know, technically, yes, I, I, I thought I was I, somewhere deep down in me. I knew I needed to get sober and I definitely had periods of dryness. Um, but <laughs> non, yeah, non-moist but, I mean, times. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Arid. Um, <laughs> but. Um, this is the first time that I actually truly worked the program. Right. Um, 
So, you know, yeah, this is my first time being sober as well. Um, you know, again, I had periods of dry before, but, um, yeah, I, I was never sober before. That's why I always got drunk again. Right. Um, because I didn't have that defense against the first drink that I have now because I've put the work in. That's the important difference. Um, yes, I went to meetings and yes, I read things and blah, 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 blah. But I never truly did the work to try to make myself a better person. I just wanted to be the same fucking piece of shit that I was and, and not have my problems. <laughs> and hey, guess that what? It didn't work. Right. <laughs> I was still the same piece of shit and I still had all the same problems. <laughs> well, and and you made that you made that point last week when we were talking. When I whatever the question was, and I said either pick, you know, this time or the first time that you got sober. And you know, I I remember you answering the question, but then when I listened back on it, you're like, well, you know, I wasn't sober the last time I was dry. Mm. And you, know, you mm-hmm. and I have known each other a long fucking time, you know. And right. And I and I get that. I I never really not that I really never looked at it, but I don't know that we've, Mm. you and I have actually talked about that distinction. I understand exactly what you mean because there's a, Mm -hmm. we've talked about it endlessly on here in a good way. There's a huge Mm -hmm. fucking difference between being sober and just not having stinky breath, you know, or not having alcohol breath or, or Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was going to say drug breath, (laughs) having drug blood, drug blood. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Meth mouth. Um. (laughs) Meth, Meth mouth. But, but there, there is a huge difference. So I, I agree with that. And, and when you had said that, I'm like, God, it's, it's, I'm glad that you brought that up and I'm glad you brought it up this time mm-hmm. because there is a, we've, we've known people, seen mm-hmm. people act, act the fool, you know, because we, mm-hmm. we know they're fucking dry. They're not doing anything, you know, and right. there's a huge difference. If, if I just wasn't, we talked about it endlessly. I, neither one of us understands how any of this shit works. We don't understand Mm-mm. why the steps work, why the book works, why, you know, nope. making our bed every day and reading some fucking things and every day works. <laughs> no fucking clue. And anyone, if you think we're joking, we're not, it doesn't make any fucking Mm-mm. sense. None of it does. No, not a bit because it, there's nothing, there's nothing magical. Nobody once, once I was detoxed and once you were detoxed, what does mm-hmm. they say? You know, within like two to three weeks, all the all the right. mess, all the chemicals and shit are out. You mm-hmm. are as mm-hmm. you're as as alcohol free as you're going to be at that point. Right. The rest is what we do now. You know, getting sober and trying mm-hmm. to get healthy mentally and physically and all that sort of stuff. But mm-hmm. huge difference. You know, we talked about that very early on in sobriety. That you know, sober is it is sobriety is a lifestyle. Whereas you know, you can just not mm-hmm. drink and that's fine if it works for you. You're cool. But for us, we mm. needed to be, you know, we needed to change fucking everything. You need to make right fundamental changes. Right. Oh yeah. I, I you know, as as an alcoholic, the way I fucking am, man, if I just took the alcohol away, I well, I didn't. I, you know, uh the one time I lasted eleven months, um, I was fucking miserable and I went and I got a drink. I had to. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine not changing the way I think, well, and we've talked about this endlessly too, and it changed the way I act so that I would think differently. Um, but if I if I didn't make those changes, I'd have fucking blown my brains out, you know, years ago, because I'd have been so goddamn miserable, you know, that being that again, like I said, this <laughs> again, see, I say <laughs> it too. Um, <laughs> um, so some of those were mine. Um, yeah, if I, if I wouldn't have fundamentally changed the kind of person that I am 
being without alcohol, I would have been so I, I'd be miserable. Right. I, I couldn't hand I couldn't handle that. There's no way in hell I could not handle life without booze for decades. Why would yeah? Why would me just putting the booze away and not changing anything else work? It wouldn't. Right. It couldn't. Absolutely could not. I had to change the way I think, and I had to wait, change the way I think by acting differently. And slowly, I started to think differently, and I'm still working on that too. Yeah, and it's, uh, I mean, it's, it is that literally that daily reprieve, you know, and it, it's, mm-hmm. it's every. I couldn't imagine. We've talked about it plenty enough, you know. Not, not doing the things. I, I need that time in the morning. I need my space. I need my readings. I mm-hmm. need to get my shit straight. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I need to. Everything that we do, we need to do, and we we both realize that. But um, the the key there is that every day and and keeping that same pattern and that same routine every fucking day, no matter what, no matter what. Every day, man. Yeah. I wake up on the edge of the cliff. <laughs> yeah, still, <laughs> still one of the yep. one of the greatest things. I Absol- I love it. It's the yeah, absolutely, man. Every fucking day. Right. Oh, there's that edge. God <laughs> damn it! I got to start backing away. Well. So, I, I was way fucking far away from it when I went to sleep last night. What the fuck happened? Yeah. So that's so that's what you say. I'm, I got to do this shit again, right? Damn it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Every fucking day. Every day. Well, you know what? I, I think on that note, that's that's kind of a positive. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we're at the edge it of the is. cliff. And we've, at this point, I mean, at this point of the day, I think we're far enough away from the cliff, you know, with good. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it's over there. I can still see it, but <laughs> it, it's way the fuck over there right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I know you had a long day and it's, it's, it's getting late on uh, our end, but you know what? Every, everyone, you know, just, well, I'll, I'll let you say, you, you can close us out. Then we'll say our goodbyes and our new year's Eve wishes. How's that? <laughs> Go ahead. All right. That works. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Sober Not Mature. As always, be kind to each other. Be good to each other. Do something nice for somebody else this week and don't tell anybody about it. And as now it is that time. Is it that time? I think it's that time. It's that time. It's fucking late. It's that time. It is time for you to fuck off. Then keep fucking off. Keep fucking off till you get to a gate with a sign on it saying you cannot fuck off past here. Climb over that gate. Dream the impossible dream and keep fucking off forever. <laughs> you, you put some boist in there again. <laughs> I did. Some... Yeah, I took that last couple of drops of gasoline in the tank and used them up. Yep. Yep. Ran ran to that fucking finish line with that. So, but uh but no, but seriously, every everyone have a um if you're listening doesn't matter when you're listening to this. If you're listening to it on Saturday right. or Sunday or even even next week after, you know, we're into the into the 24 period, um I don't know, just be good to yourself, you know. Take some of the whatever this fucking nonsense it is that comes out of our mouths. Hopefully, mm-hmm. a couple of these morsels helped a little bit, but the main thing is is yeah. that just keep doing the same shit every day. It's nothing nothing out there is worth a drink today, right? Nope, not a thing. And it's not going to fix a goddamn problem. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. We we can assure you of that. If we haven't done the research, we've we've been part of the research team. We <laughs> we've seen it. It doesn't work. Nobody's made it work yet. Never. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's no cheese at the end of that maze. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> right, brother. Well, I'll, I'll see your fucking bald and grumpy ass tomorrow. So, I'll, yes, you will. I, I love you, and uh, you know, until then, I right? I love you too. <laughs> until then, happy new year, everybody. Yeah, happy new year, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And now it is time for you to fuck off. Then keep fucking off. Keep fucking off until you get to a gate with a sign on it saying you cannot fuck off past here. Climb over that gate, dream the impossible dream, and keep fucking off forever.